Hey everyone, this is Doug Farrar of Touchdown Wire and the Speaking of Everything podcast, and we have a bonus podcast today. This is Tuesday, December 2nd, talking with Zach Ertz, tight end of the Arizona Cardinals. Zach talks about his uh, charity event with Dick Sporting Goods today, going from the Eagles to the Cardinals in season, and why he's so excited about uh, the Cardinals' prospects being probably the best team in the NFL, possibly winning a Super Bowl. Uh, working with Cliff Kingsbury, all kinds of great stuff. So let's get rolling with the uh, Speaking of Everything podcast with Arizona Cardinals tight end, Zach Ertz. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, Zach. How's it going today? Great. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks for doing this. I wanted to start with uh, you're at Dick Sporting Goods right now. You just did a, uh, a shopping spree with the Boys and Girls Clubs with your wife, Julie. Um, and, of course, we know about her athletic background as well. Uh, very impressive there. So how how did this event come about, and how did it feel to do that? I mean, obviously around the holidays, uh, we always want to do something with the community that we're in. Obviously, this year we're fortunate enough to be in Arizona, um, and this was a partnership that was amazing and came about, and we were very fortunate of that. Uh, my wife and I um, love the opportunity to partner with Dix and the boys and a girls club out here to kind of give these kids a shopping experience for the holidays. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. These kids were just so enjoyable to be around. They were so grateful. Um, and it was a blast. Yeah, that's, uh, it, it's, it's great when, uh, when players give, give back. Did you do things like that in Philadelphia as well? Uh, we do other things. We would do like adopt a family, um, with, uh, with some, with, uh, organization called bringing hope home. We always, Julie and I have a foundation called the earth family foundation, um, and we just love to be able to, we felt so much love from the communities that we've played in, whether it be Philadelphia or Arizona. Um, and so we just want to be able to reciprocate that love to the communities that we play in. Um, and what better way during the holidays than to give back. Absolutely. Well, that's great. Um, to football, you were traded to the Cardinals in mid-October after a tenure with the Eagles that went back to them taking you in the second round of the 2013 draft. There had been talk of a trade before it happened, but when it actually did happen, did it surprise you? Did it take you aback at all? Um, I wouldn't say it surprised me. I mean, it was pretty um, – they did a great job communicating me, with me what was going on, and um, I, I respected the Howie and organization and Mr. Larry for allowing me to kind of be in the know when everything went down. Obviously, it was kind of during the off season, everything happened, but um, I was very grateful for my time there. Obviously, I had a great run, uh, eight-plus years out there in Philly, second – and catches, uh, maybe one day I'll even go back and break it. So overall, nothing but great things to say, but what an opportunity it is to be here in Arizona. I mean, the team is obviously really, really talented, really, really good. The culture is fun to be a part of out here, and I don't think I realized how much fun I'd have playing out here with the guys out here. Um, a lot of veteran guys that have played a lot of football that I've been huge fans of from afar. Um, so it's been fun. Well, that won't be my poll quote. Zach Ertz says he will return to Eagles someday. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Cliff Kingsbury, he's thought to be this kind of air raid play caller, play designer, 10 personnel all over the place. The Cardinals do the, le- the league in 10 personnel this season, uh, but they run more 11 personnel than anything else. And pursuant to your interests, they also run a lot of 12 personnel. When you s- first spoke with Cliff and the coaching staff after the trade, you got into the building. Were you surprised by the versatility of this offense? Because it's not just the passing formations – you guys run the heck out of the ball, so it's not just one thing that you can do on offense. Yeah, I mean, I think when you have the talent that we have on offense, um, the coaches are going to do whatever they can to put us in positions to be successful. 
Obviously, there's going to be games where one of us has 10 catches and then the next game someone could have one catch um, just because there's so many amazing football players on this team. Um, and that doesn't even include the running game like you spoke of with James Conner. I mean, what a monster. I know he was a great player in Pittsburgh, but seeing him in person, he's just a, he's a great athlete. You know, I thought he was just more of a downhill guy, which obviously he can do. But he's a really, really talented football player in the passing game as well. Takes a lot of pride in the in his role. Um, and he obviously is playing at a really high level, leading the league in touchdowns. Um, and the Kyler is just kind of the key to this whole thing. He can do everything on the football field. He's probably the most talented dude I've ever been around. Um, just there's nothing on the football field that he can't do. You let so me. It's been really. Oh, sorry. It's been really fun to play you... with him and kind of get to know him. You led me right into my next question, which is this season you play with two dynamic young quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray. Uh, you talked about Kyler. How would you compare those two in their skill sets and kind of where they are in their development? Oh, man, you put me on the, on the hot spot. I've <laughs> got a lot of respect for, for both of those guys, um, two really talented football players. Um, I respect the heck out of Jalen, just his work ethic. He wants to be great. He puts in the work each and every day. Um, but playing with Kyler has just been an awesome experience as well. Um, he's just so talented. Like I said, he wants to, he wants to be great. He's so darn competitive. Um, and he, every time we touch the field on offense, he expects us to score at least points, if not a touchdown, every single time. And so he's pushing us to be great each and every single day, um, which I've loved. You sound kind of rejuvenated in this offense, just from the way you're talking. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's been a blessing to be out here for sure. Obviously, there's been uh, – I had a great time in Philly. But when you're 10-2, uh, arguably one of the best teams in the NFL, you have a little extra pep in your step going to work. Um, obviously, it was kind of a tough year and a half in Philly dealing with the injury, dealing with the offseason and stuff. But getting out here, um, just seeing the way these coaches have used me, I'm excited to go to work every day and see what's new. Because um, everything is new to a certain extent, uh, going into a new building, seeing all these new faces, meeting new people. Um, so I feel like for me, being such a type A personality over the years, you know, in Philly I had such a routine, literally every day was the same during the season. Here's kind of, I had to give myself some grace, like, hey, it's not going to be perfect early on, uh, but you're going to figure it out. Um, and so it's been fun. Traded mid-season, you kind of have to hit the ground running. Uh, how long did it take you to, from the from when you first hit the building in Arizona to I've got this offense. How, how long was that process? I'll say a couple of weeks, if I'm being honest. Uh, probably three weeks, four weeks, uh, pretty much the length of a training camp. Uh, um, when I fully felt like, okay, probably right before that Seattle game, honestly, was when I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think anymore. I just go out there and play. Yeah, it should. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, obviously, there's been a lot of great people helping me along the way. But this offense is kind of unlike any I've ever been a part of. There's just so many nuances. Um, there's so much like nonverbal communication that, that's involved, and the playbook is very different each and every week. Um, and so it's it's been fun for me to kind of have to learn something new. You know, I've been in the same offense essentially in Philly for the past five, six years, um, ever since Doug got there. Uh, so it's been fun. I mean, it's it's been a blast. Cliff is a stud. Um, and it's a great building to be in. Uh, I'm a Seattle resident, so I obviously watch what the car- what you guys did to the Seahawks in Week 11, and what you did to Seattle's linebackers in in particular. Uh, eight passes, eight catches on nine targets for 88 yards and two touchdowns. What about that particular opponent set you up to be so productive, or was it just like you said, this is where I'm not having to think anymore. I can just do because it seemed like. In particular, it, it looked like option routes against linebackers, and it was really setting you up to succeed. Yeah, I mean, I think 
I mean, it's a two-way street, right? Obviously, I got to learn the playbook, but the coaches also have to learn what I do well. You know, they could see me on film for the past couple of years, but it's different when you see somebody in person. Um, and so I think it's just culminated in that game. They put me in a position to be successful. Obviously, I've, I'd never beaten the Seahawks going into that game, so I had a, I had a little extra juice going into that one. I didn't know that. I was like 0-6 or something ridiculous. Um, just could never get over the hump against those guys. Um and so it was just fun to go out there and be able to play fast, and I obviously be a focal point of the offense that day. Uh, most definitely. Um, yeah, that was not pleasant for them, but good for you guys. <laughs> um, you've been named to three Pro Bowls. You won a Super Bowl. You got a chance to win another one. You put up great career numbers. How much longer do you want to play, and what still drives you? What What makes you get up in the morning and go, man, I can't wait to get to the building? Yeah, well, that's a great question, obviously. I don't think I'm anywhere close to being done. Um, I think I have four or five years left, if, I, if that's what God wants me to do. Um, but I think at the end of the day, what I love, I love the opportunity to get better at my craft. You know, I still love going to work every day. I still love practicing because, to me, I feel like sports, um, almost like in life, a little different, but you're never going to be perfect. And so you're striving for an unattainable goal. Um, which is so motivating for me because I just constantly want to figure out how I can be better as a football player. Um, and like you said, obviously we've accomplished a lot over the years, um, but I still feel like I have a lot more to accomplish in this league, um, which is exciting. Uh, what will allow Arizona to get to and win the Super Bowl? What was the question? Sorry, you broke it up. Sorry, uh, what will allow the Cardinals to get to and win the Super Bowl this year? What will have to happen? Oh, um start winning on Monday night against the Rams. I mean, I know everyone's so excited about Arizona and the amazing start we've had. Um, but this league is so fickle, so fast. Um, you could fall off so quickly. And so for us, uh, you, we got to get better. We can't be the same team we are now going into the playoffs. We have to get better as a football between, between now and week 19 when the playoffs start. I can't believe the season is that long. But when the week 19, when the playoffs start, if we're the same team we are now, we have no chance. So the goal for us is to get better each and every week from now until the playoffs. And even within the playoffs, we still have to get better as a football team. Um, and so if, as long as we don't get complacent, as long as we continue to put in work and get pushed by the coaches in practice, I feel like we have a chance. Before you go, and thanks again for doing this, you're a tight end, you're a great blocker. I have to ask you, I don't know if you watched the game, the, the Monday night game, uh, Patriots-Bills, the game plan the Patriots put together against the Bills on Monday night, I've never seen so many offensive linemen so happy about a game in my life. Jumbo G leads, six offensive linemen, Smath Mop, yeah. Smith, like from 1947. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, I'm sure you'd like to be in a game like that where you're just mashing people. Uh, I mean, I'd love the games where you're throwing the ball 50 times and getting well, yeah. targets. So those games are fun, obviously. Um, but there's something to be said about just being able to impose your will on someone. And I'm not going to sit here and say that's what the Patriots did. They, they won by, what, four points or three points. Um, but the, what Bill's going to do is figure out what, what gives them the best chance to win. He doesn't care how it looks. Um, that's why he's been so successful over there. He wants to just find a way to win a football game. I don't even know if they, like, you can't go into the game. They didn't go into Sunday with that game plan. They must have adjusted at some point when they saw, at some day during the week, when they adjusted, say the weather weather's going to be terrible, we're going to have to come up with a new game plan. Because you don't go into a game plan thinking you're going to run the ball 50 times. No. Uh, and so I think it's a testament to him as a coach, obviously, him and Josh McDaniels. Um, but it was old school grinding off football. And I thought Josh, even with the conditions, that's the quarterback. That's If there was one quarterback in the league you think could overcome those conditions as the thrower, 
will be that guy. The yeah. dude's arm is just so big. He throws the tight spiral, which in those conditions, if you don't throw a spiral, you literally have no chance. So He made some good uh, throws. He made some yeah, good he throws. A, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's a great dude. Uh, but the Patriots just won that game. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned real quick, uh, Cliff is a stud, you said. What makes him a great coach? He's just, uh, first of all, I think he's very innovative as a, as a play designer. Um, he's not stuck in his ways. He's going to adapt each and every week um, to the opponent. And I think he's just a great play caller during the game. I think he reads, reads the games extremely well. He's always trying to be on the attack as an offense and as players, that's the coach you love playing for. You love playing for a coach that just is always on the attack. He wants to put up as many points as possible. Um, and a formula for us to be successful as a football team in the long haul is get a lead and let our defense align, go rush the quarterback. And so that's what we want to do each and every time on offense is get a lead early and let the defense go rush in the fourth quarter. You guys can definitely do that. Uh, Zach Ertz, thank you so much for doing this. Congratulations on the event uh, today and best of luck the rest of the season. Thanks, Zach. Take care. Take care.